0: Join us, Paige Land and I, as we're discussing past lives and how they can bring clarity, balancing, and reflection into your life. See how it connects to the lessons here in this lifetime, to relationships in your life, and learning about what a soul family is, and so much more.
1: So, I'm really glad that you brought up the topic of healing because, yes, past lives help with healing, and we're going to talk about that today. Um, but it's also, in my opinion, this discovery of life. So, discovery of you and your story and what maybe you need to do or not do, or, or why things are these repetitive lessons, or why you keep choosing the same people. Uh, you yeah, have phobias, you know, all the questions that we give to the universe, a lot of them can uh, be discovered through past lives, but you also can discover the world in a whole oh. other way. In a whole uh, other...
0: D- go ahead. A whole, a whole other dimension. You know, yeah. you find that, you know, you weren't always this culture, this religion in one life and In a different life you were, and then you find how beautiful... When you connect to that energy again, how it integrates back into your life, maybe um, how even it opens up your worldview. I like to say it because now it's you have a different perspective, a different way of looking at something. It's not so um, set and centered. That's one of the pieces that I love. And then I, you were talking about, yeah, you can embrace like phobias like why do i carry this fear with fire you know i've always have dreams about you know being in a house fire and usually you can connect it to some um, incident that happened to somebody in a past life. And when you're talking about our soul family, our soul group, yes, we incarnated with these people over and over again to choose and help support each other in these lessons. We become this huge support system. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it, especially if the relations seem disjointed or conflicted. Um, but when you look at it at a different view and see that they're there to help you teach and help you grow, you have a different understanding with it. And then sometimes it helps with that healing piece that you're shifting and working through. And it
1: shifts your your perception of yourself, the world around you and everything that you deal with really on a daily basis, the uh, relationship that's hard. You can start to say, all right, maybe if I delve into this a little bit more, I can see uh, that this is something that this soul and I didn't resolve from before. And so we came into this life together to resolve it. I see that a lot with in my own life and with clients, with relationships, especially your partners that you choose for life, because you tend to be like drawn to the person you settle down with, right? For the most part, let's hope. <laughs> and when you are, you're like, you're drawn to an energy of that person. But as we all know, that doesn't make the relationship perfect and warm and fuzzy all the time. It's still a human experience. So with partners, I really like, and some of my favorite work I've done has actually been if I worked with like a female client and we were uh, coming up against issues that she was really having a hard time processing through herself, it would just come to me like, well, why don't you bring your partner in and we would do past life regression work together. So you can do it alone. You can do it with someone that you may be struggling with if it's an important relationship to you, a mother, a father, you know, child. It really can be even another modality of therapy in the sense of helping people uh, release and understand the whole big picture. Like you said, it's a whole nother perception to what may really be going on under the surface. And it can allow you uh, to really... Tap into something that's untangible, right? You can't see it really, but you can know it. When it becomes a truth of yours, it's like it's, it's a part of you then. And it really takes with it all of the negative from whatever it is that you discovered. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know you have an example of that your
0: life and work. <laughs> <laughs> well, with with all of that, right, um, it really helps you see those deeper connections with relationships and not always meant that we're meant to be connected with that person. You know, you'll have clients come to you and this, oh, this is my soul partner, but there's so much conflict and so unresolved issues and they just can't understand why they keep having these roadblocks. And then when you do a past life, you see a lot of karmic relationship stuff still there from a past life that they're going to have to work through that stuff and then the stuff here and so we always we get drawn to people especially in our soul group we're we're drawn to them we know them we can look in their eyes and like I know you you seem so familiar and you just have that instant connection right I mean I've had people that I've just instantly meet and I'm like oh 20 bucks we probably have a past life because I'm so drawn and feel like I already know you it's just this instant feeling of connectivity, this instant feeling of um, familiarity, right? And so when you're talking about like that with like our soul group, like especially, I've explored this with my own children. My youngest one is the one who taught me to really Delve into past lives in a deep way Not just learn about it But really work with it The healing, the modality of it Because he came in And his slate wasn't clean From his last past life He was literally talking about things From World War Two. That, I mean, when you're two years old You're like, how did you know about this gun? How did you know how they They did their military uh, strategies and stuff And he really bonded actually with his um, great grandfather, because he would actually share stories with him. And he was like, Oh my God, how does this kid know this? And I'm like, he, he came in. His soul didn't know, but he also, because he didn't have that cleaning of his slate, he missed his family. He, to him it was just another time and space all of a sudden he was put with what he considered strangers and had to we really had to work with him with grieving that last life and how he even passed because it was very graphic he could tell you exactly how he passed in that lifetime and he was constantly asking about because he was in a war his friend that was next to him and he would describe his injuries and it was really intense when you're working with a, a toddler and um young child to help them understand, you know, I'm sorry that's something you carried from your last lifetime. And we, I really had to let him. Express wanting to be with that family that, you know, to miss them and to grieve how that lifetime ended and moving into and accepting this lifetime. And it wasn't something that was just overnight. This was a year's process. And that's where I really stepped into learning working with past lives and how do you shift those karmic stories that we tend to carry forward in this lifetime how do we remove those pieces so they no longer stay weights in this one because we can carry tons of our limiting beliefs from past lives to this lifetime you know we can believe um you know we may have carry issues why don't i feel like i deserve this money and flow and if you look at a past life time you really see how you struggled you know you may even had issues with starvation in your family or in that lifetime, or just really huge struggles, and there's that huge fear that got embedded and you carried in, into this lifetime. So it's so layered. Yeah,
1: because I believe that. Um, I, I just wanted to interject right there before my brain goes off on another tangent. Um, that what you're talking about is absolutely correct. I I feel like that is something that would be awesome for us to teach about at some point as well, um, because. When we talk about our soul groups and the relationship, like with your child, you have DNA that is shared in this physical world, obviously. But when we talk about past lives, there's also beliefs that we bring DNA connections from other uh, lives into our DNA currently. So some of this stuff that we're talking about isn't just frou-frou Intangible, there is a part of our cellular makeup, our actual DNA, because you know the Bible even talks about this. I love to bring in all connections from other religions that what happens in the heavens is seen on earth, it's manifested here. That's Spirit's way of allowing us to connect the dots, to connect the connection. And so we have physical DNA shared in human experience, but we have DNA shared from these past lives that carry through. And this is why. Uh, families can struggle with addiction, and can struggle with mental uh, health issues, and you can see uh, suicide run rampant in families sometimes, or the same illness can run, yes, it's genetic, that's what we talk about in the human experience, but there is a huge past life piece to that as well. And on the topic of how uh, your kid and you were able to talk about that, you were able to help him through that process and he helped you understand it. It's really beautiful for me when you just see it fall off and it can fall off sometimes as simply as just being open as you were with your child to let them talk about it. You know, I saw that in my life with my oldest. Um, and I think he was maybe two or three. It was when he he had just started to be able to really form sentences. Right. (laughs) And, um, I had gone through a divorce and so it was the first time in our life that it was just me and him, you know, and we were uh, in an apartment at the time and he went from our beautiful house and loving his bedroom to this apartment only wanting to sleep in my bed. And, of course, everyone was talking about it was because of the divorce or the separation, but I knew it was more than that. And so uh, this one day, he's dressed up in his little fireman outfit. Like, every boy wants to have his police outfit and his fireman whatever, right? And so he has uh, dressed up in that, and he comes in my room, and he just starts talking about the time where the fireman came So, I had to mention this because I felt like you were picking up on something when you mentioned fire as an example, because that was our first example with my kid and being awakened to past lives. He said, The fireman came and it was you and I in an apartment and we didn't make it out, mommy, and you couldn't get to me because I was in another room. But we always promised, I got goosebumps, you know, we always promised. That we would come back together and that we would have time together alone, like specifically. So it not only, and, and well, before I jump ahead, just in him talking about that and me being open to that being a real thing, I could walk him through that, that, you know, it came back to him because we were in an apartment. He put on the costume and everything hit him in that moment. Spirit is amazing. Our souls are amazing. Our memory and um, and he just let it all out and just in doing that, it was able to fall off of him, he was able to go back to sleep in his bed, he understood that what he was sensing wasn't like a premonition of what was happening or going to happen that was making him upset, it was something that had happened. And um, now, to this day, from talking about that, I was able to shift his fear of fire into almost probably an, an unhealthy love of it. The kid won't stop playing in fire. <laughs> Anytime there's a bonfire, he's like, he's too close for comfort. Oh, uh,
0: he knows the energy of fire, transformation. He <laughs> right,
1: and he's embraced it now. He's not afraid of it. And, um, and then some other really cool synchronicities is that he values our alone time. He's the kid who will tell me it's been too long since I even sat on the couch, you know, by ourselves with you. Because now, you know, we have—I I have four children. He's not the only child anymore. And so it's really, you can see how even though he doesn't have the fear of it anymore, that the past life is still part of him and his story on such a deep level that it helps keep me in check for alone time with him and uh, the openness to talk about things, he's always been able to tell me things, and I feel like it started from that moment, that he could tell me something that felt so crazy to share, probably as a kid, you know, he wasn't really comprehending, and it created this safe space to talk about uh, everything in our relationship. It's just amazing what past lives can do if you uh, can tap into them.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And as you're, you know, as you're saying, you're allowing your child to have that expression. That validation is huge, especially when we're working with past lives. Um, not to be told, oh, you're making this up. This is, you know, your imagination. No. There's a sense in you that feels it and knows that it's real. And when someone validates that, it gives you permission now to start exploring that and to start, you know, looking at those little pieces that are connected there and heal. That's what you did for him. You helped him heal in in that deep way that he needed and to see how important that one-on-one time is with you. To him, that's a foundational piece to keep continuing to have. You know, he reminds me, um, Dash reminds me a lot of, Um, my older son, um, CJ, and you know, one time Spirit came in to me and said, you know, you can't control his path. They've always, they said, you always try to control his path. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then all of a sudden I started getting all these past lives. We've had probably about six past lives connected together with my older son. And I mean, I'm talking about, we were uh, warrior generals in one, Roman, we were Egyptian in another, and, you know, just down the road. And they showed how I would continue in no matter what role I played (laughs) with him, whether it was a friend as a... As a teacher or as um, his mother, you know, there was always part of me that was always so protective and that I had to let him walk his path and make his choices. And that was really hard to swallow to say, okay, I'm letting go of the reins. I'm letting him do his piece that he needs to do and he he you know he appreciated that he felt this energetic cutting once i did that and he you know he came to me and said thank you for whatever you did and because he just felt it that i must you know that i let go of that piece of control that i can't control their destiny or the path they're going to choose to walk i got i can be their light and i can cheer them on but i can't control that right. and so that was a huge healing for um all of us
1: well, it brings up a, a word, came to me as you are talking. It released him into his passion, you know, and Pathlights can help us discover, again, the word discovery, uh, passions as well, uh, you know, passions of what you're going to choose career-wise or what you just, you know, maybe you're drawn to owls because of this or you love snakes and other people love spiders, you know, all the creepy things, <laughs> Bring up, all the things I love slash hate um, and so, uh, it can really tap into uh, passions and help you uh, get on your path not that we're really ever off it but we have to discover that too you know and so to do that with uh, your child it's like the ultimate mom toolbox or tool to have in your toolbox I think past lives can really help us be able to raise these little people uh, in a, a better way than even just psychology can help us because you're talking about things that are on a deeper level and you're working with energy, your intuition of knowing this or that, you know, and uh, passions, behaviors, all of that can can really help you uh, parent that. You know, I see that with my daughters. Uh, they are amazing, uh, incredible, and high energy. I'm thinking of all of the words. <laughs> That been, like the most challenge for me and I really had to do a lot of past life work on why that challenge was there because I didn't feel that challenge with my boys uh, My oldest and youngest are boys and my girls are the beautiful you know yummy little cream in between <laughs> you know is what we talked about of our little uh, beautiful cookie here and and so they have been a big challenge and in our past lives they're, they came up with a lot of that stuff, you know, um, without even knowing I was struggling with that necessarily. They're just those little beans. Um, and it came outside one day while they're playing, uh, and just filthy and dirty, got everything I had just bought them, uh, completely ruined. I knew it wasn't going to come clean and I'm not that kind of mom, you know, you can see how I dress, but you know, it was still like you, I want you to appreciate what, you know, I bought for you and just take care of it. Not about not being girly or whatever. And they both said to me, mom, I don't know why you care about the dirt. We used to live outside. And I knew that was going somewhere. And I was like, And so they both uh, showed me that how we were all together. They have been sisters before. I've been mom. You know, we've been in these roles before. And they brought up that I had always been upset when we lived outside that they would stay dirty because even though we lived outside, I wanted them to look nice and put together still. And it was this insane conversation with a five-year-old and a six-year-old. And that's what they are now. They weren't even that age then. And they are now the girls, they'll still tell you, you know, they're fine with it. I know to let them be dirty and do whatever, but they will be outside and you'll just hear them singing out loud to Mother Earth, you know, that we love your dirt, you know, they just, or we love your trees. They, especially my little Lennox, she's very earthy like that. But it's all because of, again, having that conversation that now I know, like, just let him get dirty. If they're going to be outside, put on your old stuff and be done with it. you know? Um, and so it seems very minor, but that could have been a parenting moment that could have gone bad, a bad memory of yelling or, you know, my mom's uptight and thinks I need to be girly, you know, all the ways we can mess up things <laughs> as humans. And it just shifted it. And I just had to share that because that that's another example of it. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. It helps you see a different perspective, a different view, and it makes you go, oh, this is familiar to them. And so because it's familiar, it's comforting. And to them, it's, it's, it's a piece of almost home. You know, and so we have to adjust our comfort level and say, yeah, that's right. OK, I need to look at it in a different way and how I approach this and how I, I direct this conversation and even how I direct my response to them. Right. And so oh, yeah. that's. Yeah, you know, past lives can do so many things. Um, I'll give you another example with one of my clients that I was working with. She had such a huge phobia of the ocean. and then when we went into a past life, but she loved it. That was the other piece. She loved it, but could never go step into it. She just couldn't do that. And when we moved into her past life, we realized she had a shark attack. You know, her, she always had these phantom pains in her left leg that she could never explain. The doctors couldn't understand. And once we went through and she re not re-experienced, but was able to identify that past life and what happened. The pain went away and her fear went away of the ocean. It was phenomenal. You know, they, past lives can help you connect. You know, that's, you know, when we're talking about that, they say, pay attention to your birthmarks. Cause usually, you know, certain birthmarks are even connected to past lives where you maybe had an injury in that previous life and you carried the marking into this lifetime there's so many phenomenal stories with that
1: it really it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah, there's so much you can find and so many more people are talking about it um yes there are, are so many spiritual paths we could go down with this but that it it again helps you so much in the physical world to see what's happening in this shift that we're in. And one that comes to me uh, besides the passions and helping you on your path is us being um, allowing of things into society that maybe uh, we can't understand, that we can have tolerance and no judgment on things. And one big one uh, that I just felt we had to talk about was sexuality. Because um, when we talk about our little souls and our soul groups, Uh, that's happening in our group, but every person has a group. And so we're all on that invisible thread. And we all have to work together to get through this shift, this age of change that's happening. And there's a lot of us waking up to do that, but there are a lot of people being birthed to do that. A lot of souls came in for this time right? This exact moment. And some of them really were jumping from life to life. It's like that volunteer process. They heard the call and they said, okay, I'm going to jump in and I'm going to help on this really big project. Like earth really needs some help right now. So I'm going to leave my warm and fuzzy place and I'm going to come back for this because, you know, you just have to when when you fill the call. And so part of that is that these souls are jumping through through lives, you know, coming back so quickly that you come in with memories that are still very fresh and new. And sexuality is a huge one for that. There's a lot of intolerance for uh, sexual choices, uh, same sex choices. Uh, I, I am hoping as with a lot of hot topics that we can work through this as a society, okay, Uh, but I really see past lives all over that, because these souls have come in to help, and maybe they just came in from a life as a woman, or a man, and they're still remembering that, and they're still drawn to the energy of that, that choice, and that's the choice that that feels true to them in this life, they have to follow this path, when people talk about, you know, I'm born this way, I can't, change how I feel with this, or the people who later in life uh, decide that they're brave enough to, this, this is their story now, and they are here to tell you all about it. There's so much bravery. There's so much misconception around that because if you believe in past lives, if you believe in what we're talking about today, I hope that that can open your eye up to a hot topic like that, of why they really don't choose. They're still having these memories and this is their story. Let them live their story. They've got to live this out. Um, It's a huge passion of mine, as well as many other topics we want to address today, but it was always that one specifically was really tied to past life, but with all of it, we can do that. We can can connect uh, our intolerances and our judgments in society to past lives. Like if spirit could just throw us all into a past life regression right now all at once, I think we
0: could heal a lot of problems. A lot of problems. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It,
1: if you bond it is
0: it. Yeah, you know, I, I really do. I have a, several clients that are transitioning and um, it's not, if you see what the struggles they go through, through judgments and even losing family and friends because of their choice of wanting you know, like one explained it really well. They said, I came into the skin suit and it was the wrong size and the wrong gender, and I'm stuck in it, I can't get out of the zipper. And they said, that's all I wanna do, I just wanna change the suit that wasn't meant for me because it's not, it doesn't, they literally describe it as feeling it down into the core of their being and I mean they're, they're teased, they're ridiculed and they lose, who, who would choose something like that? They don't and like you were saying, when we always do a past life, we can connect it to them with their their um, energetic being was a different that different sex during that other lifetime before they reincarnated in this lifetime and so when they're moving through that, you know, I always ask people You know, sit with it with some grace. Can you imagine not... Feeling like you belonged, or you were totally, you looked in the mirror and you did not see what you felt like you should see inside. I mean, that's hard. There's a grief there, there's an understanding. And yes, there's a whole bunch of layering before they can move into this whole transition process of, you know, they have to do, um, you know, counseling for at least two years before they can move into that surgery. And who would take on that kind of big surgery like that for that total transformation? just because. It wasn't. Yeah. They literally... It's not
1: like that- you are, you know, feeling like I'm missing my blonde hair from a past life and I can go diet. We're talking about, which again is a humorous but very valid point, things that we're drawn to. You know, we may be birthed with blonde hair and we dye it black immediately and your parents want to kill you and you're like, uh, it just look better on me. I feel better in my skin with that. That's something that's easily, we change that all the time. Every eight weeks, we can do that, right? Uh, But we're talking about really core, that cellular DNA level of the soul. Um, And I know every science person out there is going to be like, there's no such thing. Well, I use my words (laughs) to create a picture of what we're talking about, of how deep, that goes for something, uh, this type of topic. This is a a huge thing in our society that we are going to have to eventually get on the same page with. Um, Even if we're not on the same page, we're going to have to lose the judgment with. And I think it's just a a valid point to bring up uh, if anyone's out there right now struggling with that, uh, struggling with coming into their true story, whatever that may be, uh, that maybe past life is a good thing to explore. Because I do believe in therapy. I, uh, I think I believe a lot in science. I'm a very complex person. But I also believe in what I do and what spirit does. And I think there's a place for all of us to blend the modalities together because it's all connected. So if therapy is not helping you, find another therapist. If that's not speaking to you, why don't you try another modality? And past lives could be a huge uh, modality of that. Like we've been talking about this whole time of healing, but also that discovery of something.
0: Yeah, when I work with people, I do an empowerment series that I work with people, you know, and we don't only work with the inner child, but we also work with past lives. That's one of the key foundational pieces that we do because it's all interconnected. Like you were saying, we, you know, we believe that we're, we, we, in our society, we removed the, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual from our physical body. They're all these separate modalities and they're not because they're all this beautiful forms that work together to bring this cohesiveness that is us, right? And so when we separate it, then we tend to separate these pieces. And that's where I see a lot of issues that have happened in past lives where we don't give ourselves permission to explore that to explore where is this, you know, if you can't find a root source in this lifetime of why you have those thoughts, why you have those feelings, then more than likely it's connected to a past life. Go go search that. Go go into a regression and see where it's really connected because you can really guide those um, regressions to say, okay, what's my soul's purpose? Why am I here? And they'll lay it out and they can show you that your soul's purpose has been evolving through all these different lifetimes to bring you to this different point, to this different lesson, to this different way of living in this life. And so that's why they're so beneficial. They bring in so much balancing um, and awareness They give you such a different view that you haven't had before. And that's what I love about working with past lives in that kind of work. You can also see, you know, where stuff with yourself, Where did this lack of love not only from the you know the life we experienced here, but you can see how there was traumas in other lifetime that needed to be resolved because you carried it into this lifetime with fears, with ideas of lack, um with so many different um god, what's the word I want to say? Um like being kind of stagnant. Like, I I can't move forward. I don't know why I'm stuck. Why can I bring love? Why do I keep attracting the same relationships? And those can lay out to see where these patterns of your choices and behaviors um, have come from.
1: It's absolutely that. It is absolutely another uh, way we could describe it as a door opening for you. Uh, if you're stagnant, if you're stuck in the mud, like we have often said, um you you can, it opens, the door opens for you. It's the beginning to it all. Um, and really, for me, that was my story. I know we have talked about a lot uh, so far of what they can do for you. I want us to spend the rest of this talk, if we can, sharing a little bit of how they work. It's something that we definitely would have to, you know we're not trying to teach this is just to talk about it but by sharing our own story i want to share how it op- my door opened through that and i want to share yours because with past lives not all of them will stay with you uh when we talked about purging and healing a lot of them come to you for you to release something that you don't take to the next life but some of your past lives really stay as hardcore memories for lack of a better word even when you've discovered them because they're supposed to they're supposed to be used to guide you on the rest of this human experience on what you came here to do in this life to help you understand your contracts okay and so the we all have If we've done past life regressions, I'm sure we've all had plenty of examples of that. But I'm sure one also at least sticks out to you as that pivotal past life experience that opened your world up to who you were. And how you can see that when something creeps up, you know, it becomes a visual that sticks with you and you can almost tap into that energy to help empower you and serve you Uh, in this journey. So if you uh, don't mind, I would love for us to share uh, each of us what that pivotal one was for us and kind of like how it helped us and how we see it working and what we do now to help people understand what it is. And um, when we talk about doing a past life regression, a really quick summary of that would be, you know, how do we go into that regression? Um, for me, it can be very uh, like a guided meditation type thing uh, that you can regress yourself back. You can regress these uh, your clients back, and every light worker will have their own way of doing it. There's plenty of people you can study under, but everybody's medicine, like you like to say, is a little different. And um, and so a quick summary would be just how we guide people through the regression, and we let them really just uncover it, almost like a guided meditation. And then when they come back, we really help them. We help integrate that into them. them. It's very ritualistic. It's very much like an initiation process that I'm sure you can talk about. And um, and so just share your story, what that one was for you, and anything else you want to add about uh, actually taking people in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So for my story that really shifted me is um I went back and it had to be like around like a Druid time period. I was the town healer, lived down outside of the edge of town in this wood, like mud hut. And I had herbs hanging all from the things and I was a healer in that way. But, but when my healing no longer fitted the community, something happened with, um, one of the townspeople and I couldn't heal them all of a sudden I became the bad person I wasn't um I was evil and I was stoned to death, literally stoned to death. And um, seeing that fear, because I was like, why do I have such a hard time really stepping into this part of a teacher, a healer, all these different pieces? You know, why do I keep having this fear around that? Well, when I saw that past life, you know, I was afraid of being condemned and stoned again. And once I was able to let that go, um, it always is a reminder, don't let fear be your roadblock. This was a lesson in how to move through this. And so it, sh- it shifted and changed tons of different things for me. And um, so it was healing in so many levels and for me when i work with regression i'm like you i'm about people experiencing the past lives from themselves i will guide you i will support the energy will do it because the more that they experience it for themselves the more they can integrate And the more they can process when someone just tells you what your past life was, it doesn't have as some, the same kind of energy or vibration versus of what they felt, what they experienced, what they saw, they, you know, for when they move through it, it's them stepping into their own healing. That's, but we're guiding it. We're moving them through that. And then shifting that, you know, I have not only do we do the past lives, you know, we move in to the part of their passing, to their soul group family. How is that connected? We start to see the layers of lessons that were there. And then how do we need to heal that and shift and release? And a lot of it is a lot of forgiveness. A lot of forgiveness for the lessons that was here and the lessons from that past life. And how do we move into that? And then we have, like you said, a very real, real ritualistic part of the ending of healing integration. Um, I always say I see things unfold for people for at least 30 days after a regression because there's still little bits of pieces of gifts that spirit is giving you to identify to help you really integrate what you saw and you experienced because sometimes it can be overwhelming all at once. And so I always see these little pieces of gifts spirit gives even after the session to help them integrate those pieces back.
1: Yeah, and that's that's so many great points in that that I don't want to uh, move over. The waiting period is huge. That's for all, in my opinion, all the work that we do. Uh, this is not something you should, you know, go in every other day or every week for. We have to take this serious, like we would take our life serious. This is a past life that we're trying to work through, and we have to take it we have to honor the sacredness of that. And that takes time. Like with my medium work, I won't let people uh, just come in every week for that. You know, I make sure there's time before uh, they come in after the passing of a loved one. And there is time between sessions because it's not meant for that. The work is not meant for you to do anything for anyone else, but to help them discover that on their own, no matter what it is. Mediumship, past life, psychic work, all of that. We can't tell you all the answers. It has to be your story and we have to guide you. We're kinda like the hermit on the tarot card, the little guy, you know, with the lantern, just kind of lighten the way for ourselves and you, you know? So past lives can come in like that. Uh was yours during like a regression? Did you actually have a session?
0: Um, yeah, through a shamanic journey, we went in to see okay. where this fear was rooted. Literally, that was the intention. And then all of a sudden, the past life was um, unfolding in front of me. And right. so, and so that, I that,
1: would say that's like a traditional way that we can help people, we can go in for ourselves and take other people through that regression. But another interesting thing, and this is what happened in my story, um, and another idea of how spirit just likes to shock and awe me because they know how to get my attention. I'm stubborn. Um, (laughs) I was, mine, uh, well, let me back up here. Past lives can also just happen to you. You can have like a, a spiritual experience with that where you're just realizing, oh, my God, I think I just felt that. I went through that. And then you reach out for help. Like, what was that if you don't know what it is? So for people who just have, like, a spiritual awakening or an an experience, for lack of a better word, sometimes that also can be a past life coming up to empower you, remind you, or help you discover. And that's what happened in my case. I was actually um, in the shower, and something just – physically started happening in my body. And it was almost like an out-of-body experience. And um, I ended up on all fours like a lion. And I didn't know this till I was coming out. But I was literally roaring in the shower like that lion. I know you can feel this energy as I'm telling you this story. And I was not only did it overtake me, but I was kind of embodying The experience was actually kind of happening. And so I was roaring on all fours and I morphed into uh, this very tribal, uh, you know, warrior princess energy. I know you've talked about this before with me. Um, And all, all I saw before me was darkness. I knew there was some like energy in front of me that I was there to ward off or destroy And behind me, I was doing this with, like, my arms behind me, and I just had a village of women and children behind me. And there was a big boulder off to the right, and I was trying to hold them behind me. Well, I wasn't trying. The energy of my body and this lion, And I had the lioness. I went from being the lion to wearing the lioness head dress. And I kept them back there, like this force filled and I started to move them behind that boulder to be – you know, safe from what was in front while I was working out what was in front. Oh, goosebumps. And I just felt, you know, I was there to protect that that village. And at the time, as as much as I was trying to fight off that darkness, I knew that it was going to take me, but I wanted it to take me versus this. Everything behind me. And so long story short, when I went through that experience with a practitioner and really helped. I, I kind of revisited it and really got it processed. Um, I lost a lot of loved ones in that village. I was the warrior woman left behind to take care of them while the men went off to, you know, gather and, and you know, protect or provide whatever at the time. And I had lost a lot of the tribe that, what came against us, I couldn't fight off on, our own, on my own. And so bringing that into this life, it was something I struggled with when having children. That mama bear, the lion, as they call me, <laughs> that lioness energy, is really deep in my soul to not only protect my children, but women and children are a huge passion of mine. You, you know, I, I share that with you a lot, and I know that you feel a lot of that as well. Um, That comes from that experience. That experience woke me up to say, this is what I'm supposed to do in this life. And that's where I go with it, empowering people to fight that unseen uh, realm of whatever that they can fill, but they don't know how to, to do it, if that makes sense. And so this one experience that overtook my body really reshaped my whole understanding of my purpose. Uh, much like people describe near-death experiences do. Uh, And and so past lives, they can come on you like an experience. You can go and seek help and uh, regress and have guidance with it, all of the above. Um, They really can stick with you or they can be uh, used to shed things off. Uh, But overall, I think it just is a modality that is necessary to make us whole because the rest of us that's not whole is out here in another part of our story.
0: Well, I say it's like reading the end book chapters. You know, you're, yeah. you're starting a book and you go all the way to the end versus, no, what was the, the those pieces right. that led up to your story now? You have to um, read all those pieces of your chapter to get the whole story. Not yes. j- just not tidbits, not the highlights. You want the whole story. You want that whole experience. And so past lives helps you um, explore that and navigate that. So that's what's so great about it. Um, and I am like you. It should be a foundational piece to move into that whole collective part that you're working on, on your spirituality. Yes. It's all Absolutely. connected.
1: Yeah. See where it guides you, because I think they continue to guide you. The ones that really are, are meant to stick with you, they will pop up when they need. It's almost like, you know, just like you would get a divine download or a message from source, your past lives become part of you when you bring them to this present, and they always are there to be another form of support for you and awareness and protection. Um, You know, I see from many different experiences that, but that one uh, experience in particular, how it really is my foundational past life for how I um, even go into protection mode if I'm clearing a space or I'm clearing myself or protecting my family when we do what, you know, you talk about uh, prayer grids and protection grids. I can see that visually that protection comes out of my eyes the same way it did in that experience with the lioness. I can bring in that memory and drop into that power, and she has been healed. You know, she knows that she can protect these people now, you know, and even the boulder is very symbolic, because the first city that I worked in when I moved to Colorado to find myself was Boulder. Like, really kind of crazy if people pay attention to the synchronicities in their life. And then I um, use that boulder to this day. And it came to me as recent as starting this podcast. They, They remind me when I'm afraid to step into my power or afraid to go to the next level, they will show me the vision of me stepping out from behind that boulder into the power, and I am here, and there's, you know, everyone behind me is good, they're standing at attention, they're not cowering in fear anymore, and that in front of me, I know my eyes can penetrate it, almost like the... The scene in Twilight, I don't know if you're obsessed with that as much oh, as I yeah, am.
0: Yeah, I was. Are you Team Edward or Team? Uh,
1: <laughs> you know, I, it was hard to take a team. I, I was Team Bella. I wanted her. To be I love her. it. And, um, you know, forget the men, though, you figure <laughs> it out. But uh, the last battle scene where she it realizes her power was that shield through her eyes. That's literally how my experience came. So when I saw that in the movie, I just thought, Holy crap, like Hollywood gets it too. A lot of times there's some good stuff, you know, and movies pay attention. And so I guess my long-winded way of sharing is I want everyone, I just, I have such a passion for this. I know you do as well. And I just want everyone to understand that it's all connected. This is just another modality to connect it and use it in your life. So, um, Trina, it was awesome doing with, uh, doing this with you again. Nice. I, I cannot wait. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys look forward to uh, all of the times that you're going to see our faces. Uh, we're going to try to do this once a month for you, um, and we will see where spirit takes it, and it's always going to be a surprise. But Trina, how would you like to close out for everyone today?
0: You know, I just, just like what you said, we hope this opened your awareness and help want you to explore that journey up into the past lives. And it was always a pleasure, Paige, and I can't wait to hear your stories around past lives. I always find it fascinating when I hear how people will see the dots and connect them. Yeah, yeah.
1: And you are truly living a huge piece of yours, overcoming all of that uh, with all of your medicine work and your beautiful, I say potions because I like Thank that. Thank
0: you. <laughs> and that's where they, you know, that's where they were founded. I mean, my connection to plants and to yes. our sacred mother was from that past life. I mean, that's when I connect to that energy, that's where the medicine unfolds.
1: That's right. Yeah. So we're just doing our thing. We want you guys to do your thing. Uh, We love all of you out there. If somebody hasn't told you today, we're here to tell you. Um, I love you, Trina. As always, this is a pleasure. And until we do it again, take care of yourself.
0: Thank you for just sitting with us as we explored past lives today and how they can benefit and bring some balancing into your life. With me, Trina Zaragoza of Altered Haven, and Paige Lan of SereneEscapesHealing.com. We both offer past life regression sessions, so check us out on our websites and get connected. Also connect with us on social media. We would love to connect with you.